So welcome to this initial Innate Secrets podcast. So you'd not believe the angst, the procrastination and the internal perturbation that I've gone through getting to bring this presentation to you. Well, here it is. It's the first edition. It's much longer than most will be. Um, but I thought it proper to, to give you a snapshot of, of my journey to this point. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realization and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Postles and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. So everyone has a story. You and I have our own unique stories. These stories give us our identity. That we're on a journey in our life and we have a history in the past and we have a future and we live in the now and the sum total of the sense of the meaning we've made of our past gives us our viewpoint and our filters and our identity um, that we exhibit right now and at the same time our hopes and our aspirations and our vision for our future. So it would be fair to say then that our past is something that has been um, programmed in and by virtue of the experiences and the sense we've made of those experiences and we've uh, shifted our perception on the world based on those uh, events and those perceptions. Now this can work in our favour, this can work against us and my interest is in the areas where it's not working in our favour where we're not acknowledging the uniqueness, the, the wisdom, the, the, the power that we have lying within inside of us um, because we've created um, misrepresentations, uh, distortions of reality and we've deleted certain things that are really valuable um, and we're living a life which is less than we could possibly be living. So in order to just orient you to, to this, I want to just go back and relate some of my experiences so you can get a bit of a feel for uh, where I've come from. And so that's what this podcast uh, is dedicated to. And um, I'll, I'll just go through in a chronological order here uh, some of the, the things that I think have formed me and may account for some of the um behaviors, some of the accomplishments, some of the restrictions, some of the um, ideas and thoughts that I have. So uh, right from my birth, I was, I, I was told that it was arduous. It was, um, um, it was very, very difficult and nearly led to my mother's death. And that, that's significant to me because it has um, um, to some degree formed a, a viewpoint on the world that I that I have and that I've operated by. And much of that I would see has been a huge blessing. So you know my I, I tend to have as a high value compassion. Uh, if I see something that is um, in need of support, I tend to rally to that. Um, also have a, 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 a value around justice. I think it's important that um, 
that e equality be be honoured and that that individual effort and individual uh, achievement be honoured and that uh, injustices are something that I will certainly rally against and I have throughout my life. Um, this has led me then to exploration. It's led me to um, looking at things from a different perspective, always taking a, a third viewpoint on something um, with intense curiosity. So I ask a lot of questions and I tend to uh, have a playful activity around what I do. So, um, you know, one of our overriding um, uh, mottos within our within our company is workers play with a purpose. And so, you know, there, there's a playfulness about what I what I, I tend to do and I tend to play devil's advocate a fair bit and and um, and have done that right throughout my life. And of course, these all of these uh, values have been um, have worked for me, but they've also worked against me. And particularly in um, in situations where authority is involved, such as schooling systems. So um, I've defied authority a along the way, and um, and yet at the same time supporting the um, and having compassion for the for the team that I've, I've been working with at any any point in time, um, and getting um, looking for equality or justice wherever possible and um, uh, questioning why. Why was a huge thing for me when I was at school when I was young. Um, I couldn't understand learning a particular topic, a particular subject. Say, I remember French, you know, the, um, the French teacher would walk in at the beginning of the, the year and say, okay, we're going to learn French and this is a noun, this is a pronoun, this is a... And it's like, well, why? You know, I, I, I did not see context for it. And it wasn't until... Uh, so halfway through the year, that that she described uh, Paris and the and the the girls in Paris and the and the you know the the style of Paris and the and the the French um, um, love of life and food and and sensuality and and as a, a fifteen or sixteen year old that really got me thinking okay I, I could maybe learn this French thing um, because I could see value in it. So there was a there was a rationale there was a why that came to it. So um, that's sort of been my journey in terms of um, the way it's been formed has been very much around um, asking why, asking what the possibilities are. Now as I grew up, there was um, times of, of of certain uncertainty and stress, even globally there were in the Cold War, um, and you know the the pivotal points that that of history of um, Martin Luther King's death and Kennedy being shot and, and so forth, which have an indelible mark upon me in terms of uh, my life's journey as well. Uh, my, my family always wanted me to uh, settle into something that was secure and my grandfather managed to organise a job in an insurance company when I graduated or left high school and uh, that certainly wasn't for me. I realised that really, really quickly. Um, I missed the draft for the v for Vietnam. There was an odds and even date, birthday date um, arrangement for that, so I missed out on that in uh, in New Zealand. And um, so I travelled the world. I, I looked around for. I knew what I, what I didn't want. I didn't want conformity. I didn't want uh, the normal situation of going to university for uh, the sake of getting a degree. Um, I had this attitude of revolution. And as we did in the 60s, it was, it was one of um, demonstrating that too. So it, it found me in a, in, in a place in Vancouver. 
sitting across the table from a couple of young guys who um, told me all about this thing called chiropractic one night. And it was a defining moment for me. It was a pivotal point in my life's journey. At that point in time, I, I really decided to do something proactive. Um, I, up until then, I'd been, been revolution, I'd been, you know, been uh, working away from the system. Now I could see a way forward that I could support people, to help people, and, and tick so many of the boxes of my, um, my values hierarchy. So uh, that led me on a long journey to, uh, to get accepted into chiropractic college. I had the prerequisites, but had to uh, get the financial things handled, which involved me traveling to a place I knew I could earn money, as I'd done once before in, in the deserts of West Australia. And uh, on the, in that process, met uh, my wife-to-be, Jackie. And once again, that was another pivotal point. Uh, one night, um, one glance, and there was something very, very special there that, um, you know, 48 years later, 49 years later, is still um, very, very strong. So, the, and, and we've been married for 45 years. So that's, that was a, um, a series of very serendipitous situations. But I think um, I, I was in a position where I could accept them and embrace them and enroll in them. So uh, graduating as a chiropractor, I had the opportunity to uh, have a, a, just an amazing journey in, 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 life's, uh, um, in a life of, life of serving and a life of, of business, um, partnership, ownership, uh, having multiple practices, multiple associates, um, and you know, earning many, many, many millions of dollars. Um, one of the key things, though, in that in that journey at that point in time was that I invested heavily in myself and my self development, and um, likewise in the in the development of others. But you know, hundreds and hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of courses have um, uh, as as I started to chip away at some of the things that were not serving me to the degree that they could have. And, and that awareness um, really allowed my entrepreneurial side to come out and um, uh, allow me to take more risks, allow me to, to, to look beyond my little uh, sandbox, my wee bubble, and um, uh, entered into some business ventures which didn't necessarily work out too well at a financial level, so I lost a lot of money. Uh, however, huge uh, personal development as a result. So, which is often the case. I think they say, you know, you're not a millionaire until you've lost a million. And that's that's been the process there of, of um, you know, learning in the school of hard knocks, which I think is, I'm so grateful for in terms of the, the journey that uh, I've had up until this point. So uh, that was that was a um, an opportunity then to start uh afresh when uh, you know that that calamity occurred and uh, um, from a financial point of view so that but it was really what was really interesting about that is that within four years uh, we'd outstripped our previous net worth which was gained over 17 years so you know that was a, a a big learning for me that that you can take stuff from you and stuff has um, very very little meaning uh, but you can't take away the essence of the individual. You can't take away your learning and your uh, your understanding and your wisdom. That is something that goes with you forever. So um, that was a, a huge distinction for me. And so that led me into, um, in more recent years, in the last couple of decades or so, 
um, it, it focusing on giving back, of of coaching, of mentoring, of speaking, and this led me into into many um, uh, positions on boards and organisations, and particularly education institutions um, that have the value hierarchy that uh, I buy into and that hold to a certain line in the sand. So that's that's involved. Um, uh, particularly chiropractic colleges and new initiatives for chiropractic colleges. And so that, that's been a, an amazing journey of learning and being able to give back. Um, and I think when we, when we give out and we, we teach, we learn so much more too. So um, during, during this time then, there's been a, a huge opportunity for uh, me to observe how other people tick and Along the, the, the process of this, and particularly in coaching and mentoring, the recognition that personality types are as varied as there are people, and there have been many attempts over the years to identify personality types um, in certain profiling um, archetypal um, um, structures. And and so I started to look into this because I found it really fascinating that, that firstly, that there are certain archetypes that seem to be similar across all, all profiling systems. And within that, the majority of them are fours or multiples of four. And that was that was really fascinating. So I went back through over 200 personality profiling systems from Plato and Aristotle all the way through to the current day. And what I realized is with my knowledge of neurology and my knowledge of, of the way the brain works, um, that these archetypes were brain preferences. And brain preferences are laid in a certain way in which we um, predictably go through certain activities of our brain that gives our, um, our thoughts, that gives our behaviors, and gives the outcomes that we have in our life. And these, as I mentioned earlier, about the, the history sort of preconditioning us, um, these are um, laid down, these brain preferences are laid down in the very early part of our lives or the, the journey that we take to get to where we are now and particularly in the first, I would say, seven years of our life and uh, that sort of determines our identity at this point. So these brain preferences then are programs and, and within any program it can be changed and particularly within the brain there's a neuroplasticity within the brain that allows, or in the whole nervous system, which allows us to change certain firing sequences. So yeah, without going into any more technical detail on that, just know that that this is one of the um, the essences of what what I'm dedicated to to now in my in my life, and that is to share with people a, a very simple cognitions about how it is that we do our life and how it is we do our thoughts and our behaviors um, based on our brain preferences. And uh, there's, there's some fundamental um, premises, I think, that, that are really important to get. And probably the key one of this is, in this context, is that, is that you and I and we have all parts. You know, there's nothing missing. Now, you know, having said that, this is in normal circumstances. A person's had certain um, accidents, injuries, and operations um, that have excised parts or damaged parts and so forth. And obviously, you know, there is, there is some um, exception to that. And even genetic 
um, history, it's considered that now um, genetic determinism or, or you know, this genes determining who we are has reduced significantly in its impacts. In other words, they, they're saying now that it's about 5% of um, sicknesses, illnesses and, and are genetic and the rest of it is by the nature the environment that we're surrounded in. So this uh, field of epigenetics has uh, really blown apart some of the older theories of uh, genetic determinism. So, you know, the, the point that goes with this is that behaviorally then we have all parts. There's nothing broken, there's nothing missing, and there's nothing that needs to be fixed. There's no behavior that needs to be fixed. There's, they're, they're all, all of existence is in order. And this is a, a presupposition which um, some people won't necessarily buy into. And um, if that's the case, then it's probably not worth um, considering this because if we think that we're victims then, um, and there's nothing that can be done and that we have to be fixed from the outside in with some uh, other mechanical means, then uh, you know, life becomes rather dull, rather beige. So I would, I would suggest that um, all existence is in order and that all living things in all living things is an intelligence and this I see as your innate wisdom your innate brilliance the so the innate model is a product of many many years over 20 years of study and experimentation on how people think and how they how they tick how they behave and this extends to relationships so two people, are, no two people are, are the same. And um, I'm sure as you observe, then the relationships you have with people uh, generally tend to stick with or, or become sticky when you get um, your viewpoint on something and the other person's viewpoint on something and they happen to be different. And that then is the juice of life, but it's also uh, a, a challenge in life. And so what we find within the innate model is there is an ability to see from another's point of view and to walk in their shoes, so to speak, um, which could be very much not you in, in terms of your preferences. However, that allows you then to reconnect or to connect maybe for the first time with that person. Uh, this, this could be said with groups and the designing of groups and the designing of teams. And, and we work with lots of businesses that, that find that extremely useful to be aware of the individual um, preferences, behavioral uh, preferences that, that people have and to place them accordingly in their, in their teams and to look for the gaps and to hire for the gaps. And this extends into corporations. It even extends into countries. So there's, there's these pre-programmed imprints that occur um, that, that we call culture. Uh, the human essence is, is greater though than any of these imprints. And there is a point of joining. When we go to a high enough level, you could take warring tribes, warring countries, uh, warring regions, and bring them to a higher point of uh, agreement. And we find that the um, the essence of, of humanity is greater than these um, superficial um, imprints that we all carry around with us. So the innate model then honors the greatness within you. That's uh, the purpose of these podcasts. So this podcast then is a collection of thoughts with suggestions for action. And I want to 
make sure that it's, it's a usable thing. And it's something that won't, uh, won't take long, won't take much out of your day. Uh, they're short. They're much shorter than this introductory piece, for example. Uh, and they're based on, on monthly themes. So we have, have themes for, for every month, and then they're delivered in, in at least weekly or more frequently um, uh, episodes, and probably some random episodes as well. And obviously, when I get on a rant, I, um, I find it quite useful to express it, and this is going to be a new form of expression. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that flows. So I invite you then to subscribe and like these podcasts. And the more support you give it, the more you share it, um, the more feedback we're going to get. So if you can give me feedback, let us know about your wins. Let us know what it's, what it's done for you when we make a suggestion and you apply it and you notice what changes. Um, give me a request for, for commentary on, on certain issues too. So if there's something that you would love to, to hear more about, then let us know and suggest people who can enrich this program. So in other words, if you want, if you identify someone who you think would be a great addition to this program, I'm very happy to uh, to interview them. So uh, let, let us know on that. So, so no matter what your area of interest and endeavor, I, look, I'm sure that the innate secrets will open your mind to the infinite potential that lies within you. So I'm really looking forward to joining with you in this journey. I'm Dr. Mark Postles. If you need to contact me at any time, feel free and um, let's go into the innate secrets. Let us show you how to fire your brain in ways that serve you so that you can be confident, connected, and bring joy and passion into what you do every day. Get a free copy of my book, The Innate Model. Go to theinnatemodel.com forward slash free book.